Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining the Poison Under Pressure podcast. I'm your host, Eric Rodriguez. Today, we have a very special episode for you with a guest that has a unique background and works at a very, very legendary place. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining the Poise Under Pressure podcast. I am your host, Eric Rodriguez. In today's episode, we have a guest who is no stranger to keeping poise under pressure and sometimes making sure that pressure and temperature is just the right amount. I know that's corny, but hey, we're going we're gonna to roll with it. So let's welcome Chef AJ Rodriguez. Good afternoon, Chef. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing well. Chef, do you mind giving our listeners a quick bio background on yourself so they get to know you a little bit better? Mm, yeah, of course. My name's AJ Rodriguez. I grew up in Rivera, Texas with my great grandparents. I'm 28 years old and I'm an up and coming chef here in the coastal bend. I currently live in Kingsville, Texas with my wife and I'm working full time at the King Ranch main house. Okay, chef. Well, in my opinion, I feel that you're a very successful person. And I think whatever wisdom and uh, advice that you can offer anybody that's listening, I think it, it would be um, held as very valuable. So what are your habits for success, especially in your field? Well, first of all, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, as, as far as success goes, I feel like consistency and discipline are definitely the best habits you can have. You know, the small choices we make every day have a great impact on us. And it's more than we all know. You know, there's days when we don't want to get up early for work or we don't want to put in the extra hour to get the job done but we do it anyway because we know we have to and we know after it's all said and done we're just one step closer to reaching all of our goals i completely agree with you on that as well that's always been some some of the big i guess factors for me as well like you said discipline's always been huge in my life and i think that it, it, it can do wonders for people Right. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we we're at really high points in our life where we're super motivated and we want to do this and do that and reach all our goals. And we're so ambitious. And then there are times where we're like, man, I'm tired today or, you know, I don't have the energy. But as long as we stay disciplined, like we can get through those tough days and we get the job done. And then the next day is probably going to be a better day. So consistency and discipline is probably the oh, best yeah. habit you can have for success. Oh, yeah, man. Could not agree with you more. Trust me, that was me yeah. two days ago. I woke <laughs> up. I was like, oh, no. Just let me yeah. s- let me stay in bed a little longer. But no, I have to get up. I know. And it's and it's the weather change. It's like it'll be hot one day and it's a beautiful day outside. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to get a lot of stuff done. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to do that. And then the cold hits us all of a sudden and like, oh, no, I don't <laughs> want to get out of bed. It's too cold. I just want to stay bundled up and not move. <laughs> oh yeah I, I totally agree with that yeah. and I guess that, that leads me to ask you since we're talking about one of your inspirations was of course your mother she was a strong woman that faced many challenges in adversity and overcame them with, with grace so I want to ask you what is one point or one example in, in your own life where you had to face um, some sort of adversity or obstacles and how you were able to overcome it uh, yeah, adversity this has taught me a lot about life. Um, the main thing, though, is that I've learned that life is just too short. And 
tomorrow's never promised, you know, and a lot of the adversity that we've been through, like my mom and our family has been, we've lost a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, like both my grandparents, my dad, and um, it teaches you to cherish every person that you love and every person that you still have with you. And I mean, it taught me to always remember to tell my loved ones that I love them and to say it very often and almost say it too much. Uh, I feel the same, feel the same exact way. I mean, especially with the pandemic the last couple of years. It's been Um, rough. Exactly. And even my buddies now that, you know, before I'd be like, man, I'm not, I don't I feel cool telling them I love them, you know, or something like that. But now yeah. I'm just like, hey, man, I love you. Be safe. Because like yeah. you said, we don't know. We don't know the last time we're going to yeah. get to talk to them or say something like that. And on the other hand, I mean, you talk about, like, not knowing if tomorrow's ever promised. We don't even know if our tomorrow is ever promised. So, like, you want to, like, live every day like it's your last and just, like, take it on, like, you have all these goals, you have all these ambitions, right? And you don't want to waste any day of your life because you don't know, like, whether you're going to get another chance to really be ambitious and really go for it. So, I mean, it's like, I just, I feel like now I don't want to waste any time trying to reach all the goals that I have, trying to chase my dreams because it's like people... We've just lost too much time, I think, taking advantage and taking life for granted. Right. So that that's what's really helped, like, change my perspective, really. Oh, yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, we, I think we as humans, we always wait for that. Okay, I got to wait for the perfect time to do this. I'm going to wait for the perfect time to launch this. For sure. Or, yeah. or go for that thing, you know, that I, I'm kind of scared of, but. I want to do it. I'm not 100% ready. Let's wait for the perfect time. But there really is never a perfect time. No. So you just got to do it. And then if you fail, you fail. But you know what? You learn something out of it. Next time you do it, mm-hmm. you got that knowledge with you. You'd be okay. For sure. So I also had noticed, and this is what caught my attention before, because I'm a huge fan of the ranch, um, <laughs> is that you also work for the legendary King Ranch. So I was wondering if you could tell our listeners who might not know about the the King Ranch a little bit about it as well. And what do you like about it? Yeah, of course. Um, the, so the King Ranch was founded in 1853 by Captain Richard King. Mm-hmm. And he created a legacy out there. And it's become known as the birthplace of American ranching. And that's why it's so huge. Uh, I love all that rich history. There's so much, there's so many traditions and history that the ranch still upholds today and they really they they're really passionate about holding those traditions and the earlier generations actually of my family grew up on the ranch and I even have memories visiting my great great grandmother on the ranch and eating you know warm homemade tortillas on the weekends and oh yeah we learned how to make pan de campo out there and carne guisada which is like a traditional camp meal for the hunters or the cowboys who are out on the field so yeah the traditions out there and the rich history is what really draws me back to the ranch because i didn't get to grow up there Mm -hmm. ranch it it has a huge toll on like the decisions that I make and right. has had a huge impact on me and my career. Cause it really, it drew me back 
to the ranch. Like back to old roots, I guess you could say. Right, right, right. And, and so let me ask you this. Does that affect how you come up with the menu out there? Or is it just on a day-to-day inspiration on what, like what you're feeling? Take us through the whole process of how you come up with the menu out there, if you don't mind. Okay. So um, the guests that we're serving out there at the main house, they're all descendants of Captain King and in their families. So we like to think of the main house as like a private resort for the family members. Okay. And for the, for the most part, though, the menus are created by a executive executive chef, Aiden Darty, and uh, he's done a bench to table cuisine that all the family members really love. And we do a lot of wild game and we chase beef straight from the ranch. And but he does allow us cooks to have some creative freedom every now and then. Especially mm-hmm. when we go out like to the camp houses and we go cook for the hunters, that's when we get to be like real creative and really come up with our own menus and try to figure out new things. We can cook over open fire. Yeah, so the traditional camp cook meals that they've been cooking, I mean, for years for the cowboys or the hunters that are out in the field is the beans and pan de campo, which is camp bread. And it's all cooked in these huge, heavy cast iron pans over open fire. And it really is it's really fun to be out there in the field. And you're just like out in the middle of nowhere. You don't got cell service. It's just you, your food, and the wildlife that's around you. It's really awesome. But every now and then, we want to try new things and try to figure well, what can we cook over open fire in these cast iron pans? And... Um, I did a quail and nilgai paella once, and oh, wow. it was sounds... actually for <laughs> mm-hmm. it's actually for some family members that they grew up on the ranch and they don't know anything other than the traditional camp meals. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun to like interview. Absolutely loved it. It was it was it's really fun and it's such a unique place to work with the wild game and the nilgai that. 85% of the world doesn't even know about. <laughs> and it's, it's, we've had a lot of opportunities to learn and it's, it's really fun. Oh, I bet, man. It's just that atmosphere alone, like you said, is being in the open wild and taking in nature and then all that rich history, like you said as well, that you're just, yeah. you're just being able to be around it and hang out, which is, man, I'm, I'm pretty jealous right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> After hearing that. <laughs> so let me, I mean, I guess there's, I guess you kind of explained it, but let's ask you anyways, what's, what's your favorite part about you know, your work? So at the ranch, it, a lot of what I love is the opportunity to learn and grow as a chef, especially learning from Chef Aiden out there. I mean, he graduated from CIA in New York. So that's one of the most prestigious culinary schools in the country. Oh, right. So it's, yeah, it's great learning from him. He's awesome. And all of the different cuisines we get to do from Mexican to wild game, all of these, all the different stuff that we don't really like out here, I guess. Right, right, right. When you're not on the ranch, it's a lot of the same, a lot of the same foods out here and out there. It's, it's so different and unique in the way that we cook and the, the food that the family members really love to eat is a lot of wild game. So you don't really get those opportunities anywhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But I mean, as far as 
my work itself, like it's the memories we make with the family members and with the people we cook for. Like, I love to remember, I love that the family members remember that night where AJ made paella and the conversations that they had. And I want them to remember like the hunt they went on when AJ made barbacoa at camp. It's like the memories that we're creating out there with these people, they're, they're truly one of a kind and the family members, they're just great. They're so down to earth and they're so kind and appreciative of all the things we do out there for them. So it's, it's really nice to get to serve them in that way and create those relationships with them. I got to ask you because you have a very broad knowledge of, you know, the culinary arts from, like you said, from cooking out at the ranch, from cooking here in the city as well. So does that mean you're going to be able to offer some of your talents and services soon to people? Yes. And that's something that I'm truly excited about because of the fact that my, my culinary career, I've been cooking since I was 12, but professionally in my career, I've only been at the ranch for like seven months. So the really the people, the only people who have eaten my food are the family members of the ranch and the members of the the main house and all of that. So I've been kind of on a new business venture, I guess you could say. And my idea behind my business is to offer personal chef services. And the thing I want to do is try to bring the fine dining experience to my clients, like for their special events and their special occasions and bring it to their home. Instead of, you know, sometimes we want to try to find reservations for a big party and we wait in line forever for our table and well, with my services, you get to stay at home and let me be your personal chef for the day. Right. Or you know, if you wanted to plan something special for your significant other, other for an anniversary or just because you both get to be waited on me hand and foot. And, you know, I my services include shopping for groceries. I bring them to your house, prepare, cook and serve them to you. And I create a whole four to five course gourmet meal. Oh, wow. customized for you like you know whatever whatever you feel like what are you what are your tastes like I like to do a lot of beef and a lot of seafood those are my things but I mean my menus can be tailored for anything and anybody oh man you you sold me on the two main things of uh being able to shop for me and cook <laughs> for me because yeah well, that saves me a lot of time for sure yeah and for sure trust me I'm not the I wouldn't say I'm the worst cook but my daughter might say otherwise about that. Thank God she's not on this call. But, you know, especially for uh, people that want to try, like you said, want to try new dishes and whatnot, man, you, you're going to get a, like a personal chef right there, you know, showing you how it's done, cooking it Absolutely. up for you. You can't, you can't beef that. So I think that's really amazing that you're doing that. And is, right. there, is there a specific place where they can reach you at to get those services and check it out? Uh, of course, um, I've got an Instagram page. You can find me at I don't know my, my it's cool. Instagram name. It's all good. We can, uh, okay. Later. Got it. Got it. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at Chef AJ Rod, and then of course I'm on Facebook AJ Rodriguez, and I've been doing a lot of advertising for my business on there. 
but soon I will be um, launching a website, opening up an actual business page on Facebook for my company. And my company's name is La Vivencia with Chef AJ. Okay. Um, so La Vivencia, it translates to the experience. And that just, it's an homage to um, kind of my philosophy behind the company and the fine dining experience that I want to provide for people in the comfort of their own homes. So I I thought that was a, a pretty cool name. I think it is. It I like it. literally translates to the experience. So yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm so excited and to serve. I'm so excited to serve my clients and offer them that's fine dining experience they want and for their special events or occasions. And yeah. Right on, right on. And once again, congrats on that. That's a huge milestone. And I I think you're going to do great. So I appreciate it. And I guess lastly, for uh, anybody that's out there that's aspiring to be a chef themselves one day, or maybe that just joined and they're like, man, this is kind of tough or whatever, (laughs) whatever they're thinking. What is your advice for any of them right now that is listening that want to be a chef also? Uh, you know, just keep cooking. That's that's the biggest advice I can give you. You know, when I was growing up, I fell in love with the culinary world, but I never thought to myself that, you know, I would make a career of this. It was a hobby and a passion of mine for the longest time. But now that I'm in the thick of it and have even launched my own business, I realize that this is what I've meant to do. You know, work doesn't feel like work if you love your job. So if you're passionate about something, don't ever give it up. Keep learning and growing as a cook and whatever you aspire to do. And don't let anyone make you feel that you're anything less than great. Yeah, I've been cooking since I was 12 and I'm 28 now. So it's been a good while. And I've been able to teach myself a lot of things. I watch a lot of videos, read a lot of books, whatever I can to just keep learning and growing as a chef. So Whatever you do aspire to do, don't don't stop learning, don't stop growing, and don't let anyone tell you that you're anything less than great because as long as you're growing as an individual for the rest of your career, then, I mean, you're set. Right on, right on. Man, wow. I, I, you just inspired me again right now, too. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. There's so, always room for growth, man. Right on, right on. So once Absolutely. again – Chef, thanks for taking the time to drop some knowledge and some advice to everybody that's listening today. And of course, to me as well, I, I soaked in a lot of your wisdom today. So I appreciate that. Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. I've never been on a podcast before. Of course, of course. Well, now we broke you in. So hopefully we start getting you on some other episodes too. Yeah, really. Like when we start launching the business, we should really like, we should get on a podcast and kind of just walk your audience through like what happens like during the events that would be really cool you know like kind of i guess picture themselves in that position like where a personal chef comes and just serves them and waits on them hand and foot and i think that would be really cool for the audience to really like hear the story you know what i mean yeah no i heck yeah i'm down for that we can make that happen (laughs) for sure well I know you're, you're a busy woman and I'll let you get back to your day. So once again, thank you for stopping by. And I know we're going to see more of you and hear more of you coming soon. You're super talented. So thank, thank you, you once so again, much. Chef. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. All righty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. 
Thank you once again for joining the Poise Under Pressure podcast. As always, I'm your host, Eric Rodriguez. Stay tuned for the next episode and our guests coming up. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the Poise Under Pressure podcast. As always, I'm your host, Eric Rodriguez. So stay tuned for our next episode. And keep in mind, we're going to do something special. We're going to get back with the chef. Chef.